welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. We're back. It's episode 10, the month of verseries, Christy. How about that? I mean, we, we kick off this episode at day 27, and they, uh, they, get, they get to the month during this episode. What do you, what do you think about that? How, how, uh, how's your perception of this season been so far? A bit of a mixed bag. I mean, some people are, have been doomed since the honeymoon. In your opinion. (laughs) Yes. I always just find it funny, the whole one month anniversary concept, because they act like it's been so long. Yeah, that's very much... But it's just been a month. It's very much not a long time. <laughs> and one week of that was the honeymoon. So... Yeah, this... It's, just, it's too soon for a look back. <laughs> okay, that that's your opinion. <laughs> yeah, it... it I, there's been a lot, a lot of ups and downs. I will, I will say that. A lot of... A lot of ups and downs. It's been it's been a roller coaster for, I would say, most of our couples. I don't really think that there's been a single couple here that hasn't just wildly swung around. Is that is that pretty usual? Yeah, there, it's pretty rare that you have a couple with no drama. They're gonna have to find something to keep it interesting. Well, they they really. They really try to get couples on here that will generate drama, I'm sure. Uh, I've been very disenchanted with the experts, personally. Well, they're just missing. Yeah, what, what's, what's the deal with that? Where, normally normally where, there's more expert visits, I feel where like. Where are they? What are they doing? Have we... We haven't even seen Dr. Pepper in person yet, right? I don't believe so. And we're already so. halfway through. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I we, we've sort of seen her in person from just her, her filming what's essentially an ITM. But yeah, that's it. No, that's... no actual appearance into the season itself. Very strange. Very strange. I, I've been a little disappointed with that because I thought they were supposed to be like a big part of the show and actually invested in making these uh, relationships work and all of that and they have been pretty much absent this entire time so that's real great who would you like to start with uh we can do lindy and miguel okay okay well uh they get to go on a bit of a a sailboat adventure i guess for their for their month anniversary maybe whale watching I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was funny that he called it a stone, not a milestone. <laughs> he just has to find a way to, like, make it less of yeah. what it is. Yeah. The, it, man, I I don't know. I, I don't necessarily think they're doomed. It is just always funny to me to see how he does his best to minimize the significance of everything. Which look, I don't necessarily blame him for for this moment, just because 
yeah, we're we're all, we're watching this thing. They've they've been married for a month. Mm-hmm. It's he he may be right in this yeah. situation, but it is it is still funny. Uh, one thing I uh there I feel like their their boat trip wasn't necessarily the best. And maybe maybe I'm reading more into it than it is. They just kind of they fluctuate a lot themselves. Uh, I mean, they were just talking about how, or at least Miguel was how he you know he had a hard time, but there's a certain amount of stability because her going crazy is predictable. Essentially, it's, he can predict that yes. she will go, she that's, will go crazy. That's a nice way of putting it i suppose <laughs> but very diplomatic like that's consistent at least uh i just uh, I, and then i what it what is wrong with lindy okay that is my question i don't want to be too harsh here but at seemingly every opportunity she tries to make things worse She's looking, she's actively looking for trouble. She's like, you haven't seen me at my worst. Right, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's just, uh, I don't know if that's just her trying to get all of this out of the way so that she doesn't get hurt later or what's going on here. But you don't, you don't do that when he's like, yeah, like, it's like, you know, seen you at your worst and like it's fine she's like oh oh, you haven't oh you haven't seen anything yet (laughs) i just feel like that that sort of thing from her has a similar effect on him as his constant uh sort of minimizing of the importance of their relationship or the significance of it has on her like i feel like it's if that makes sense like her constantly being like oh i am so freaking crazy and don't worry buddy i it's it's gonna come out and you're gonna get knocked on your on your butt here because let me tell you it's wild i I, it just it seems like kind of the same thing i feel like they're they're kind of like treading water until one of them snaps Everything has just kind of been like, oh, like, we really like each other. Everything's great. Yeah, but sure, like, she has some outbursts, but it's all fine. I feel like there's, like, could be a breaking point coming. I I would I would agree with that. I, I don't, I don't really think they have what it takes. There's, there's too much sort of stuff underneath the surface that i think it's all waiting for those moments to come out and they i think there's just a lot of pretending i mean we've talked about this before of of lindy being so desperate for it to work and and him kind of being a weird place and they just they're even though there's there's not as much constant drama as some of the other couples it just it feels hard to to feel optimistic about them i guess because it's like there's a lot of on edge feeling when you when you're watching them yeah it's all like bubbling like right underneath the surface but there's like this facade 
that they're both putting on, but especially Lindy. Right. You know, because after the boat trip, I mean, Lindy does talk about how she, you know, she's been much, much less anxious since, since they got married. And then at the same time, you have her just being all weird when they when they look through that book that everyone got sent of the of the wedding pictures like everybody got sent a little basket with a Mm -hmm. of course a bottle of champagne and their vows framed and then a a book of the pictures from their wedding and and reception and she there's just what she just laughed at all of them right and that i guess that's what so here i'll just i'll just read what i what i wrote here she just needs to calm down it's like the chaos is her (laughs) is her shield it just seems to me like that this this is like a coping mechanism for her or something that like all of the snark all of like the awkwardness all the weird laughing like all of that is just like a protective layer and so it's very hard for her to be fully genuine and just like sit there and appreciate those pictures. She has to like it pick was, at, she has to pick at them. Yeah, it was weird. And Miguel did not appreciate that. No. He was just like I just they were nice. I just wanted to look at the photos. Right, which is totally totally understandable. We also heard her say that he has lived up to his vows, but I noticed they didn't we didn't hear or see footage of mm. whether he thinks she has lived up to her <laughs> vows. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, that's, that, that's real. That's real tough. Uh, so, yes or no on them. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with no. I just, I think that this is a calm before the storm i'm gonna go with yes oh my goodness but but they they probably be the couple that like breaks up after decision day before the reunion (laughs) (laughs) there there ends up being a fair amount of those people aren't aren't there yeah like Lindsay and mark from last season one of the worst matches of all time who inexplicably said yes on decision day said yes but we're still divorced like three months later yeah uh, I uh, yeah, it's it's tough for me to to see them working. There's just a lot of unresolved things under the surface there that that give me pause. Uh, where would you like to go Let's next? Do Stasha and Nate? Okay. Oh boy. Well, we first see that Stasha meets with her mom. I guess this episode, everyone kind of had a person to talk with mm-hmm. yeah we gotta get a little exposition at the beginning Come yeah on. and i feel like we are seeing what stasha will look like in 30 years like Man. she looks exactly like her mom it's possible that that is the case a lot of the time so she's kind of just talking about nate and that he's a slow mover she kind of has realized she hasn't given him enough time to open up Mm-hmm. which is a lot of what we were talking about last week and mom is like yeah it's just been a month <laughs> <laughs> uh that was that was very very funny <laughs> so so accurate too it's like um 
It's only been a month. Like, what are you talking about here? I, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here. But it just... Stasha's still just holding on to her past of being let down. And that's just... it. It it's something that makes me have a hard time, maybe even more of a hard time than with Lindy and Miguel. That just having a hard time with seeing a future for this couple and being optimistic because it just seems like she she's invested so much into projecting perfection. I mean, we we see like she is always wearing a ton, like a ton of makeup like that's why and i i just noted this because whenever she gets emotional she has to very carefully dab her eyes <laughs> yeah, because she's always she's up. always wearing so much makeup that well, it you're, would just on, you're ruin on tv it. you can't I, look look i know i'm and i'm not i'm not trying to pick at her for for wearing makeup it's just one of many things that i've noticed you know just like the the intense focus on generating a ton of income and making generational wealth and having a a specific timeline it's just there are all these different layers it seems like that she uses to protect herself she's very put together right and i mean even like her her apartment or house or whatever it is that she just keeps so pristine that that it looks like nobody lives there it's just it's so much effort to what I personally think at, at the end of the day kind of is a front because she's been hurt so much emotionally. And so it's just, I think it's going to be tough for her to dig herself out of that hole. And it's the sort of thing that, I mean, kind of ironically, because the thing she wants the most, right, is somebody to love and love her and somebody to tr- who can be trusted and all of that stuff but she spent so much time projecting perfection and building these walls that all of this stuff she's done i'm sure serves to push people away i mean we've seen that with with nate a bit at times where he's felt pushed away by how she's operated so i don't know it just i i hope for her sake that that she can figure out how to how to move forward not not like compromise what she wants and sees in store for herself but is actually able to take a slightly different path in terms of really opening up and not just opening up with an objective because that's kind of how how i see things with her a lot but there you go there's my rant I mean, it seems like she's made some progress. Oh, absolutely. And and I I will say not um, quite as hard on Nate this episode as she was before. Right, and I'm 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 skipping ahead a little bit, but I since we're talking about this, I'll mention it. Like I did I did think that it was um nice that Stasha offered to dog sit Luna. <laughs> I, I did make note of that because uh, having said all this stuff, I thought that that was a good a good thing, a good step to 
to take and sort of uh, was a vulnerable vulnerable thing and was something like she know she knows that Nate had kind of wanted to potentially get a dog and so that was a, a step to actually see if that was feasible something that he wanted so I, she definitely she's definitely trying it's just it relationships are hard and yeah, relationships I, are very hard with with baggage so i feel like that particular dog though is like not the best one well, because it comes with the whole laundry list of oh look, of stuff like i know like kristen gave her what the the lint roller? Yeah, well, a whole, with a a whole, whole schedule, a whole uh, refill for the lint roller. Yeah, I, she had to clean, <laughs> show her how to clean the wrinkle. That was that was so so freaking funny to me. It's just the look on Stasha's face the whole time was just like wide eyed, like what have I gotten myself into? Right, especially as Kristen is actively cleaning the wrinkle, and she has to like hold the dog's head in such a way that the <laughs> that it's like faces back and she's like yeah this is this is the only way and then like digging in there with this like weird white Uh thing yeah oh i just (laughs) i couldn't i couldn't deal with that and she has to do that every day yeah you gotta you gotta clean the wrinkle (laughs) (laughs) and then and then also yeah you you just keeps cutting to stasha as her face is like just shocked cannot believe this it's also with explaining uh the the poop bags yep (laughs) (laughs) that was something that she she definitely did not want in her life but i mean i i just i just noted that that, like that was that was a a good attempt to like be flexible and and include some of his potential goals and stuff so i'm not Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to say that she's she's not trying it or anything yeah um, it, it, was, it was good it's just it's a it's a tough a tough thing to be married at first sight well they did have to leave luna behind when they went to sign the post nup mm-hmm. which i was like slightly confused about what normally happens with like all the other couples who don't sign these like what happens to assets joint bank accounts we've never seen this sort of thing before yeah i i don't know i i feel like there's there's probably got to be some sort of legal precedent for for this type of i mean i I know like not not like the married at first sight situation but but like such a short marriage because yeah, it just it um, just seems like legally there wouldn't be much point to somebody gets married and then they they, they get divorced two months later. I don't I don't really see like and and you know say like alimony or like all these like spousal support or something like I don't I don't see that being a thing. But I also don't know the law and this is America, so there could be some weird thing, but. Yeah, I mean, right now she wants separate accounts, but possibly joining in the future. Right. Yeah. She she just wants to to uh, to protect her assets, which is which is smart. I mean, you don't yeah. you don't know the the true character of of who you're who you're marrying here at first sight. Um. 
you know, I, it's 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 intelligent in my opinion. You know, she has a couple a couple personal properties. Uh, theoretically, she has some uh, you know business properties mm-hmm. uh, that she's been working on flipping, and then you know just all of her piles and piles of money. <laughs> so, yeah, it's per- smart to make arrangements, especially considering the success rate of the show. Yeah, and uh, to to his credit, Nate is is trying to go along with things, and yeah, we show. mean it would look really bad if he was like, "No, I want more of the pie." <laughs> it, it, it really, it really would. It it really would, and and look, like, I I do think that it makes sense how things were divided. I I don't think that it would make sense for all time. I mean, they were talking about how how things would be split up you know because they were i guess they were talking about like sort of having a a con like a common fund not not joining everything but having a common fund and like well if one person puts in 90 and one person puts in 10 if you split up should you really change those percentages um and i feel like that does make sense for the for the short term just given how how many of these people get di- get divorced i mean it's again it's not necessarily makes sense in the long term because you get to a certain point it's like well you you're married you've been married for a long time who cares if one person is making less or one person like you're married like these are your common funds and so it kind of changes the picture in terms of how things might get split up but if you're gonna get divorced in six months why why would you yeah. why would you split everything 50-50 but there you go yep, we get a brief little scene of luna humping that dog bed oh, again goodness gracious so funny i lo- i love how he so he's he's like at his desk watching this and he, and he's like what she's a she's a girl <laughs> it doesn't even make girls sense girls have needs too Yes, but typically when you think of like a dog humping, like that's a more male thing that you think of. Well, uh, it's a strange dog. I mean, there's no other explanation. Oh, uh, what a very very strange dog. Uh so so their anniversary. How did you think about their their anniversary celebrations? Well, it went better than I thought it was going to based on what we've seen in previous episodes. <laughs> Especially when like he started off being like, yeah, I was trying my best, but, like, you dismissed my efforts, and you don't realize you're hurting me. Mm-hmm. And he also recognizes that she didn't mean to hurt him. And all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, I trust you now, and I'm falling in love after she asked, where are you with uh, love? <laughs> didn't she learn her lesson by now? Well, and this this time it worked out in her favor, but that could have gone very yeah, I mean, badly again. I mean, he he says he's a seven or eight, a seven or an eight, and that he's he's falling in love. I, I mean, I don't know if that's true. I mean, that's a big leap from one episode to the next. <sighs> we went from a four to an eight, double the love. <laughs> <laughs> she was shocked to hear this too, which I was as well. Yeah, like, where'd I, that come from? I don't know if I totally believe 
believe that, but I guess we'll I guess we'll see how things how things go. Uh, the I guess the other part of their anniversary celebrations uh, was that they went to get matching tattoos. It's a painful celebration. I mean, I don't know how much nerves there are in that specific area. I mean, Stasha was grimacing in pain quite a bit there. Yeah, but we don't know anything about her pain tolerance. I mean, no, but uh, <laughs> it didn't look like No, a- I'm sure I'm sure it wasn't fun. Uh the the tattoo was the uh their wedding date in mm-hmm. in Roman numerals on the side of their hand, which is just it's that's just a weird place for a tattoo, in my opinion. But yeah, I also noted that the one of the tattoo artists' name was Fella. <sighs> I hope that's a nickname and not what his parents <laughs> named him. <laughs> now I'm sure. Look, his parents did not name him that, but with uh, with a lot of sort of tattoo. Uh, I don't know if I could say culture or like there's there's just like there's actual like I guess really it is a cu- culture there so like people have nicknames and well, kind of like rappers do then well I don't know if it's that that extensive it's just like when you, chances are if you're a tattoo artist you're somebody who's actually into like body modification and all of that stuff and so you know, you probably have a higher percentage of people who would, you know, go by wacky nicknames and, and stuff than, you know, your, you know, average population. But there is also um, one other thing he said that just annoys me every time it happens on this show. It's people who are obviously part of a TV production. Like, you know what show this is. And you <laughs> ask, how long have you guys known each other? Like, Wait, how is he supposed to know? All the cameras? Like, no. <laughs> do they think we're stupid? Like, why is that a thing they tell them to ask? Yes, they do think mm-hmm. we're stupid. But that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> it's very annoying to me, but... Oh, right, boy. Yes or no on them. <sighs> I think... I'm going to say yes because of the pre or post-nup thing. <laughs> really? Because, like, that seems like a lot of effort. It seems like a lot of future planning to bother with that. Well, they have definitely been doing a lot of future planning. Whether or not that sticks may be another I mean, question entirely. Not, but, but it just I, seems like a lot of effort. Yeah, it, it definitely is, though. I'm sure she, with everything she does, she has those lawyers on retainer. So <laughs> it's maybe not quite as far a, a step for her as it would be for most people you know if you if you make over four hundred thousand dollars a year you probably like you have you have a lawyer (laughs) who like really knows you (laughs) because you spend your time protecting yourself legally Mm -hmm. Uh, unlike poor people like us who don't have our own private lawyers (laughs) (laughs) but i digress I am going to agree with you. I'm going to say yes as well. I think that uh, if if Nate really is to be trusted, and I'm going to choose to trust him for now, uh, and Stasha continues to 
work on herself and and be a little bit more flexible with her timelines and her requirements uh, so that she can kind of have have the husband she has rather than the perfect husband that she's created for herself i i think they have a pretty solid chance there you go i'll say yes let's move to Kristen and mitch oh boy first thing we see is meeting with her friend zoe Mm-hmm. They I guess they they wanted to be crafty and make some mm-hmm. candles. Mm-hmm. I always find it interesting that whenever she's talking to somebody about Mitch, she always starts off with like, "Oh, we have so much fun I together. Marriage We're is great. We're so happy." But he's boom, the boom, worst boom. person I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't know. It's just cover. It's trying to cover up the bad. The bad is too much. Like it always comes through. And she's like, he thinks success is the enemy of the environment. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I'm. Sh- I'm sure it's tough for for her because I, I get where she's coming from because it it seems like to me at least that her starting off with that is she doesn't want to just be negative about all this because I think she does genuinely like a lot of the parts of their marriage i think i think that is true and yeah i mean she keeps saying that it's just hard for me to well because believe. you take one look at mitch and you're like Mm-mm, no <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> but i you know i i think that she really wants to make this work and and you know most situations things aren't all good or all bad so they like they do there are a lot of positives to it but there are also a, a lot of negatives as well and i think that's where that that kind of it's not really a disconnect but they always like oh this is so great but also like this is pretty bad too <laughs> so for their one month they go to I don't even know how to describe it. It's this weird. Well, it was a it was a yoga retreat. But before we get there, I just wanted to note here real quick, like it's 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 sad. It's sad to me to to see to see Kristen struggle. <laughs> you know, and like just the fact that like she's talking with her friend about how like she is she is determined to be the best wife possible like that is her that is her goal and then this is sort of sums things up she is happy but is this a match that's like what they closed out with which is kind of (laughs) sad that she feels like uh so so split uh, about this in a lot of ways but yeah, uh, I mean, we did. We already talked about the the uh, the appearance of Stasha to take away the the stupid wrinkled dog, um, but yeah, they they had to. I guess it's just a a yoga retreat. Which again, this just keeps going back to Kristen is trying to be flexible. Like she's she said. Uh, let me see here. 
I mean, she she said like she's super like this is what she wanted to do, but like, is it? it didn't seem like it. Is it really? Is going some to some random yoga lodge in the middle of nowhere? really what she would want for an anniversary. I don't even know if this is what Mitch wanted either. It seemed like they were both kind of like, wow, this place is a bit strange. Uh, I mean, he seemed to really like it. He was like, ooh, this is like, I'm getting a lot of Buddhist vibes here. (laughs) I mean, then we met Lorian, I guess, the the yoga instructor. Uh, Yeah. But, like, Mitch just kept, like, groaning and grunting throughout everything, which was very funny. Yeah, very, very, very old man energy. Because they, they went to do this this yoga session. And the this woman at the retreat is, you know, doing all the moves so that they can mirror. And, the, and Mitch is like, and of course Kristen is sort of following the yoga also half-heartedly just cracking up about this I would laugh too it also seemed like uh, it seemed like the, the yoga instructor didn't really know how to handle it because she was like kind of laughing about it too but like really awkwardly like she's like but nobody's laughed in my yoga sessions before (laughs) why are you laughing this is serious (laughs) ah very very strange uh what what did you think of their sort of post post yoga conversation um this is this before they got their wedding box yes yes specifically just about him trying Mm -hmm. to uh, relate their whole relationship to yoga and in an extended yoga metaphor. You ever, do you remember uh, that? Not really. <laughs> wow. I guess it didn't land with wow. me. Wow, Christy, Christy, Christy sees Mitch on the screen and she checks out, which is... <laughs> That's not true. Oh, it's not true? Is it? Well, then why don't you remember anything about because this Because it must not have been, like, anything much that happened. Huh. Hmm. I don't know. I still, you know. See. What did you glean from it? Was there anything important? <laughs> oh wow! Wow! Trying to turn this back on me, <laughs> huh? Well, I, I mean, it was a very strained metaphor, as these as they <laughs> usually are, which is why I didn't write it down. Probably. <laughs> well, well, he was just uh, basically trying to say, at least to it seemed like to me that like with their relationship too there's there's like a lot of there's like a, there's a lot of straining intention and a lot of finding that that place where where like the tension finally finally releases and all of this um and the thing that i wrote down is he was talking about himself there's there's just there's so much in there to be released talking about him oh i'm i'm remembering this now <laughs> i yeah i thought that was strange it's like what tension does mitch have I mean, should be it should be Kristen the one that it's very stressful for him okay to be in a relationship 
especially with such a dirty capitalist. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No. No, I'm not I wrong. Guess from his perspective, that probably is stressful. Yeah, I also do... I, I go back and forth. Like, I wrote down right after they got to the, the retreat that Kristen really needs to ditch Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Because she's doing all the work. Because that's the, that's the impression I get a lot of the time. And I, I that may not be entirely fair because obviously we don't see a lot of it. But it just seem, it seems like a lot of the footage we see is just Mitch putting his foot in it. And like making things worse or more awkward. I mean, I've told you this before. But like every, every interaction Mitch and Kristen have, I'm just sit, sitting there watching being like, Oh Mitch, don't don't f this up, Mitch. Don't don't say something like you usually do and ruin this moment. You know, don't don't do it. Just don't say anything. <laughs> don't. And so, I mean, that may be a, a little unfair. Even, and I'm gonna say it, it probably is a little unfair, despite what the entire internet thinks about Mitch internet is not a fan he's earned it though i mean he he's earned it a lot i i'm not gonna disagree with that but i also don't want to totally negate potential growth and i know that we we sit here looking in and go well he hasn't really grown that much and he doesn't really try that much and just all of that but i don't know if that's necessarily there despite how ridiculous he is uh but that's sort of it's it's easy to have that knee jerk reaction of just like oh my goodness just get rid of him there's there's no hope here just just boot him <laughs> so yeah uh their box uh, their anniversary box talk talk to me about that well they each read their vows to each other again Mm-hmm. And, well, like, speaking of growth, he's like... Oh, that was so freaking funny to me. He realizes that he could have done a better job of living up to his vows. Yeah, it's specifically, uh, the, the quote is, let's just say it's good for me to read this again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. I mean, goodness. yeah, he needed a reminder. That That is hilarious. I just... Uh, what a what a great what a great quote! I was laughing so hard. <laughs> just the, the way that's phrased. Let's just say <laughs> he felt convicted in the moment. Go good, good, and that's uh, that's part of I think why I sometimes struggle with Mitch because I. I see the ridiculousness that that everybody drags all the time, but I also do see this side of him where like he's not he's not totally unaware of himself and his flaws, and he's not totally unaware that there is some changing he needs to do and and all of that as as tough as it's been, and I I hate to sit here and say good things about mitch (laughs) but but i do think that there there is a measure of self-awareness 
here. Now, whether he can use that to really make this the necessary steps may be another conversation, perhaps. But that's sort of the the feeling that that I get there. What what do you think? Yes or no? I don't know. I'm still gonna say no. I haven't seen enough from Mitch yet. I I know we still have the kind of breakdown later, but I don't know. I I guess I'm 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 gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes for now. I'm sure everyone's yelling at me. <laughs> Why are you saying that? They have no hope. But I don't know. I just I think that. I think they're old enough that this could work. I mean, uh, Kristen is a saint, so that's always a factor. Yes, that that's definitely a factor, and I think that. And we'll we'll talk about this, but her her uh, her speech at at the end of this episode. I I think it's easy to look at that and be like, oh, yep, they're doomed, but. I think that there is a chance in that and there there is an opportunity there like he was kind of talking about on After Party where if she's able to like really stand her ground because she's she stood her ground before but like that's kind of a, a new thing to really be like I can't I can't just constantly be like let me protect mitch's feelings and yeah, so if she old. if she can really be that honest <clears throat> and he can react positively to that and and live with that that's a much healthier dynamic going yeah. forward i guess we will see mm-hmm. yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with my i'm gonna stick with my yes for now as wrong as that may be we will we'll find out <laughs> Well, let's Justin Justin and Alexis or sure oh man I just I still what could have been <laughs> <laughs> what could well, have been here I feel like at this point we've moved past the dog issue but there's still like a lot of miscommunication and just yeah, I mean, she, I mean, she talks about how the bad days are draining. Yeah, the bad days are. Dra- Man, yeah. that's that's rough. Yeah, especially if you have a lot of bad days, which seems like they do. Which it seems like they really <laughs> do. I mean, she's she just had that had that conversation with with her friend, and just I mean, her friend asked her. So, if decision day was tomorrow, what what would you say? And she was basically teetering between yes and no. That's never a good sign. No. I mean, at least she didn't say no outright, but... I mean, I feel like this isn't much, much better. <laughs> she keeps saying that Justin doesn't self-regulate. I guess she's talking about his emotions with that. Yeah, I think, too, and just how how much he always spirals like anything can happen and then he takes that and i don't know if he's just 
overthinking it internally or like he just has to he has to continue whatever that is he can't he can't as far as we've seen he doesn't have the capacity to just take something that happens and then have it be done and and just like be like okay this is over i could process this but i don't need to beat it to death anytime we've seen him it's always it's just like this cycle of saying random stuff just over and over and over and he just he doesn't i mean i agree with her i don't think he can self-regulate he just spins and spins and spins and so i mean i can't imagine dealing with that let me tell you yeah i feel like when i watch justin it's confusing i don't understand what he's talking about most of the time seems to talk in circles a lot and then when they argue and then alexis joins in Oh. It's even worse. Uh, yeah, they really don't seem to understand each other at all. No, they keep missing each other. I mean, that is what Justin said last week. He said, no matter how many times I explain it, she just doesn't get it. Right. I just, I, I have a hard time believing in his true intentions sometimes. Because, like, when you say that, that's that that's, was sort of said in a pretty accusatory way yeah it's kind of mean where it's like bro you you bear a lot of that responsibility like you can't just continue doing what you're doing and and be like oh it's not working but this is her problem that's just not how it works like you can't you can't sit on on your high horse or whatever it is really and and be like oh i'm making perfect sense because clearly you're not (laughs) if if there really is that big of a disconnect like alexis isn't a moron like the like what are you what are you like alexis isn't a child we you bear so much responsibility for that and i don't i don't think he sees that you know what would be really helpful is if an expert stepped in. No way. No freaking way. I'm pretty sure I was just screaming at you this entire time about why why weren't the experts involved. <laughs> there was there were so many times I was just like, Where are the experts? Where what the frick? Where are they? M I A. I don't I don't underst I don't understand that. But yeah, they just they seem incapable of getting on the same page and that is that's really tough to be in a relationship where where you're not on the same page and honestly you know i'm i'm not going to absolve alexis of responsibility but i do think that a huge part of this falls on justin i'm just going to be totally honest about that that's that's what i think I think he's not as good at communicating as she is. I don't think he's good at communicating at all. Not <laughs> not not even not even that he's not as good at communicating as she is. And I I don't even necessarily know that she's that great at communication either, but like I just think he's bad at communication and he it's like he has a warped view of reality and and how things come off, but also how 
how he perceives things and so it just it ends up in an unhealthy place so fast and i do i do think that he he bears a lot of responsibility for that yeah i also think he is just shutting down a bit too quick because like when they were making the scrapbook and he was talking about how well there's too many things to fix we can't fix it all at once there's not enough time to fix things it's almost like he's like defeated about the relationship at this point well yeah because he 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 just sees all of these arguments they've had and all of his screw-ups and everything and sees where things are but it's i i just still think it's hard for him to to see what's going on and relate that in a meaningful way to himself and what part he may actually play in that like like accurately oh so he's mostly just blaming alexis not not no i'm not saying that he's mostly blaming alexis what i'm saying is that i think he just doesn't know what to do so like he does he he talks about his his screw-ups and like he doesn't know how to how he'll fix all of his screw-ups and stuff but i i think a big part of that is not so much oh how do i fix my screw-ups it's more like he knows he's screwed up but he doesn't necessarily know 100 percent why <laughs> because he just it's hard for him to make that that leap and convert like what's happened to how did i actually play a part in this you know because a lot of it is just his spirals like something happens and he just gets on a roll and doesn't shut up like i've written this repeatedly justin just needs to learn how to shut up yeah i think there's a lot of stuff that um is just missing yeah yeah that's true I mean, uh, Alexis. <clears throat> Alexis says that uh, in her ITM there that you know she just uh, she's been hurt so much, and that like if if they weren't married, she would leave. <laughs> she said that before. Oof. Well, yes or no on them. Hmm. I'm still gonna go with no. <laughs> Shocker. Definitely a no for me. Shocker, as well. especially since we we have we have more to talk about with them oh, yes. when we get to the party bus. But uh, you're you're no as well. Oh, for sure. Oh, I'm shocked. I am shocked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Uh, well. Last one, Ben and Morgan. Oh, I feel like we've had them as our last couple to discuss a lot this season i know they're just they're they're not fun to watch at all it well it's just painful because they they haven't been married this entire time they're a a hot a hot mess and like this is this is something that has been a burning question for me that I wanted to ask you about is do you think that 
the bro vibe hurt their chances of success. And I'll, I'll explain what I mean here. So they're, in a lot of ways, they're very similar people. And so they were like, from the beginning, they were very like, it was, it was more of this like, oh, we could be best friends vibe because, oh, you work out five times a week. I work out five times a week. And like, it was, it seemed like it started from a place of like, dudeness if that makes sense versus like a, did, ro- a romantic footing i did pick up on that at the beginning and so it like it just never progressed from there and I don't, so they've just sort of been roommates this whole time i don't even think that's like really the main issue i think there's a lot of other stuff in, oh, at play I think that might be part of it, but I would put that like towards the bottom of the list of problems. Okay. They have. Because the other thing was, do you just think that Morgan is too intimidating? I mean, that that could be part of it. She's, she's very like, kind of like in your face kind of thing. I don't know if all the martial arts type stuff. I mean, it's I, part of that, but maybe I I suspect more of it is that she's just, again, it's just it's a shield for her. Yeah, to, yeah, we kind of talked about that last week. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, of course, we have to rehash the nurse drama again because they they have been literally stuck there. Mm-hmm. They they're stuck on the honeymoon, but so, not in a good way. So so much so that I I now just refer to it as the incident TM. <laughs> and apparently, Ben is still talking to Justin about their issues, and she's like, "Thank God I'm close with Alexis, who's like telling me everything that Justin is getting from Ben." Yeah. So let, let's just break this down a little bit because this is kind of they're. There's a lot going on, for and this doesn't really have a whole lot of bearing on. Well, I mean, it does because Alexis found out. But first of all, can we can we talk about the just awful phone etiquette that is I on know. Justin's part? He's got it on speakerphone. You has 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 he not heard of the whole like? Oh, if you're gonna be on speakerphone, with someone, uh, tell them they're on speaker. Yeah. What? That's just common courtesy. Am I the only one who was like raised in civilization? How like? <laughs> it's weird that Alexis and Justin are part of the downfall of Ben and Morgan. I mean, I feel like Ben and Morgan really didn't need that much help. No, but this isn't this isn't helping. Oh, oh, definitely, definitely not. And and I. I don't know. It's it's hard to maybe unravel this fully because, and and I maybe maybe this is just some internalized stuff on on my part. But like I, I have a hard time feeling that like Ben is one hundred percent in the wrong despite being stupid. Um, I, I, 
I think I know what you're saying. I feel like I need to insert a tidbit from give After the, Party Give us here the tidbit. Because we didn't hear this at all during the regular episode, but apparently Morgan was fine if Ben talked to people outside of the Married at First Sight experience about their marriage, but she just didn't want him talking to people that are inside it going through it. That doesn't make sense to me. If there is anybody you can talk to, it would be the people who are also married. Like, I don't understand that. But apparently if that's if that was her like main stance, then why did Ben continue to talk to Justin, the one person she didn't want? I know Ben has to have friends like outside of this. Yeah, I, I guess what I would say to that is I have almost no confidence that Morgan actually told him that. And maybe I'm just projecting here. I mean, we will never know, I guess. But 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 that's coming from that's secondhand from Alexis. So I don't even like. Right, we, I we ju- never saw that. I I just see that as as being something that Morgan would tell to Alexis and just not tell Ben. <laughs> and that's part of that's part of the the issue that I've had with with Morgan this season. And I'm sorry to just keep piling it on, but like she has, she's been so adversarial this whole time. Like, yes. it just feels like from the very beginning almost. And I know that, I know the uh, whole incident was the big kickoff of that, but like to a degree before, I mean, it wasn't nearly as severe, but like she's been very adversarial and like she's been looking for a way to sabotage this or like have this not work like she's just looking for any reason why it shouldn't happen and so that's been a frustrating thing for me because i see ben being an idiot and i'm like well he's an idiot but how i just don't see how you navigate this relationship as ben like yeah, even from well, the beginning, it just doesn't seem like there's really a good path for him, because it's like okay, um, and maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong here, but it just seems like if the the incident TM doesn't happen, there's something else that she would have latched onto. Well, she would have complained about him talking about finances and family so soon, because that was the other thing. I mean, she just gets angry very quickly. Which doesn't help. I mean, we saw like the living room footage of her being all mean, yelling at him in the apartment. And... Mm-hmm. Well, so then she also, so she left mm-hmm. and went back to her place, I guess. And uh, Alexis and Justin still figured into this because then I guess Ben went over to their place. Yep, and then and... FaceTimed Morgan. And yeah, so now gave, all gave three her, of them yeah, are gave, on the line. And then she gives gives Ben a royal chewing out over over FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, but like yells at him to like leave, so he guess he leaves their place. It's just weird that Ben just runs to them at the first sign of trouble. Yeah, I mean, I that's definitely not not a good instinct. But at the same no. time, what is what is he supposed to do? Yeah, those are the people you would think you would 
Like, I just, I don't understand Morgan being like, don't, don't talk with, like, that's, that's what happens on Married at First Sight. Everyone talks about what's going on in their marriages with the other couples. Did, has she not watched the show? Uh, apparent, apparently not. It's just weird that these people sign up for this show, but then don't want to yeah, they don't want do to the actually, stuff yeah. that, like, like Mitch with the shirt. <laughs> or just, there's yeah, things that happen along the way as part of this process, but now you're like, nah, I don't want to do that part. Right, and I mean, I can, I can see, I guess, the, the outside versus inside from the perspective of it's, it's way more likely that and and this is part of why it doesn't make sense but it makes sense as well is like if you go to people in the show chances are that is going to be on air Mm -hmm. whatever like whatever that is but it's like yes that's true but if you go to these great lengths to try to avoid this, that's going to end up on like your issues are going to be on screen they're gonna come out that's the whole point of this show we are here specifically watching because of your issues. Like that that's like the whole premise of this show. And so there's no way to avoid that. And so it yeah, it makes sense like if you weren't on this show, it's like yeah, I would prefer like if somebody's going to need to vent about me that they'd vent to somebody who like has no connection so i don't run into that person in the grocery store and they're like hey <laughs> i heard you were a bubble yeah that's it's way different in real life with your actual friends like you don't want to air out your dirty laundry your marital laundry right at a group dinner but like on the show everyone is supposed to like we just had group therapy last episode yeah. that's not normal no, that's not normal to real life, but that is what you sign up for yeah. being on the show. So it just seems she has had very little buy-in to to just this process and and yeah. how everything goes from the beginning. I guess it boils down to she's unreasonable, he's an idiot. Uh-huh, yeah, pretty much. You know, and so... It's like, if you know she has this unreasonable request, okay, you may as well at least try and not go running to Justin... The right. second something goes wrong. Right. And so he just sees it as, as venting and like a way to cope. And that's not how she sees it. And so. No, she sees it as this huge betrayal of trust. And she kept repeating the phrase, you lied to my face mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Which, I mean, I don't know how, I don't know if that's actually true. I mean, he definitely, he definitely was trying to like protect himself in that conversation at first yeah i guess she's implying he told her he wouldn't talk to justin anymore but he still was which like don't say you're not going to do that if you are still going to talk to him yeah you definitely do need to follow through um and i it's just uh it is so painful watching this because you you also you just have no idea as well like the parameters that were set and so like say for example did she say it in such a way that it was like you know you you like were talking about you know talking crap about me i don't want you to talk crap about me and so he viewed that as like okay i'm not going to talk crap about you i just i need to vent my feelings or like and 
not to say that's justified. I'm just saying, like, how we don't know how that yeah, played out. It wasn't and how on, much, it was on camera. Right, and how much room there was for misinterpretation and just all that stuff. I mean, it seems he, sh- like- he should know, know by now. Yeah, you, you she, he should know he has no leeway with her. He can't talk to Justin about some things and not expect it to get back to her, I guess. Also, again, why why are you choosing Justin? <laughs> the one who can't keep a secret. No. Or uh, and the one who as we know now just has zero phone etiquette. Can you imagine and that? a wife who will just spill it back to her. Right. Which I don't know. I I don't have a huge issue with Alexis doing that. Like, it, it is a little bit uh, weird, but at the same time, like if you're friends with someone and you're perceiving this as being like crap talking, and you know that there's an issue with it, I don't know. I don't I don't really fault her for that, even though I feel like neither of them should have been involved. I mean, it's a little shady. <laughs> it is a it is a little bit but at the same time she did know like everybody i wonder did alexis know that ben wasn't supposed to be talking to justin i i i think so because the the incident was a huge deal everybody knew about it i mean she wouldn't yeah stop talking I, I guess it. i thought that incident was more about the fact that ben didn't I don't know just didn't know think she was a nurse but i guess talking to justin was part of it uh, yeah but that's what i'm saying is it's very confusing because she she doesn't give an inch but she also doesn't necessarily communicate either so there's a lot of just confusion such a mess it's a it's a huge mess i guess I, we should talk about the one month yeah yeah thing. how how did you feel about that i mean this is what we saw in the preview like she comes to him all dressed up for no reason really since she had planned to just lay into him well but, yeah well you should say you should say first so before that she went boxing to get some of her feelings out and she said i quote Ben doesn't know what's coming. Ugh. And that's that's a, a big part of uh, the, talking about the adversarial. So like, vindictive. Like, how do you... Uh, that's... Oh, man. But um, yeah, she arrives oh. with all of that charged up energy. He tries to hand her roses, and she literally drops them on the ground. Like, almost <laughs> throws them down. <laughs> it's like, that's such a mean gesture. Like yeah yeah and then goes on this long rant about i thought the husband i or the man i married was going to care for me have yeah. my back you are not you, that man you are not that man oof my vows are not for you that is so harsh ah oh, man i'm gonna give you one opportunity to explain yeah that is and then comes all the lying to my face and that is tough you don't grasp what you've done. Respect is gone. I I, I noted that uh, this would be a good time f- to have the experts. <laughs> they should have been waiting in the wings off to the side here. I know. It's not like this is a huge surprise. No. The producers know what's coming. <sighs> should have had both Kyle and Dr. Pepper. I mean, yeah, just off to the side. Like, okay, guys. Okay. Let's settle down here. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, man. So then she goes to talk to her producer, and finally he, like, comes over to her and says he'll own up to everything. So I guess that was enough for her to actually sit down with him. It still just doesn't help, though. She just looked so mad. Like, like no amount of apologizing or anything is going to make an iota of difference. No. She's already made up her mind, I feel like. Oh, oh, absolutely. And the, but that's the, that's the whole thing. It's like she is she is not divorcing him to to punish him that's that's literally yeah she what, said, what she said i wrote this to. down it would be easy to walk away but i want you to see me every single day to see how much you've hurt me yeah like i said like, who just says specifically that? to punish him like you're gonna live with me for the next month in misery Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I, that uh, oh, that that makes me feel very yucky inside. Yeah, that's really. It just sounds mean. It it is mean. It's very it's very mean. I mean, she's she's very much lost the the thread in terms of what what a relationship and what a marriage actually is supposed to be. I mean. You, you hear people talk about this. It makes the rounds on the internet a lot. But that, that idea of like when you're in a relationship, when you're married, like you are a, you're a team. And mm-hmm. so stuff happens. Life is hard. People are idiots. But it should always be the team against whatever that issue is, whatever is happening. Because at the end of the day, that's that's what's important. And she's just bypassed all of that and been like, you are my enemy. I hate you. Mm-hmm. And it's tough to see. It's tough it's to rough. see. Because, I mean, I, I, I don't think that either of them are, are bad people or terrible people. But she's just sort of led from this place of deep hurt and unwillingness to to live actually like she's married and then just completely locked herself down at, at any stupidity on his part. Yep, I think these two are doomed. They may as well pack it up now and go home. I know, honestly, like... And I said, if I were him, I'd probably leave. Yeah, like what? What is the point? Yeah, there, there really is no point at this point. Like, I mean, if you hear, like, if you hear that, essentially, I'm not divorcing you because I want you to suffer as much as possible in the next month, so you understand <laughs> how much, how much you've hurt me. I'd be like, well okay goodbye yeah <laughs> I, mean, I will i will not be living in the same place as you no goodbye i'm actually i'm going on vacation <laughs> i will be in i will be in poland for the next four weeks uh i will facetime in for decision day yeah, yeah. oh it's so tough like yeah that mm-hmm. i think that's it for them i don't see how you can come back from that yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no as well. <laughs> yep. I, I don't I don't see any any hope. I mean, we 
you know you kind of uh get get that idea even more as you go into the the group date at the end of the episode as everyone gets on the party bus and there's no sign of ben and morgan uh no <laughs> that would not have been a good thing no i never been like where 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 are they and i was just like they're not coming they're they're not gonna be here <laughs> i loved how Kristen was like I would still go if Mitch didn't go. <laughs> I, know. I, I, I know. And then he he didn't catch that initially. He was like, uh, oh, oh, you're talking about you would go without me. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I always love these group dinners. It's always something that happens. Mm-hmm. Can, can I ask you first, though? What the frick is Alexis wearing? A hot pink off-the-shoulder onesie. She, has, she seems to have a lot of onesies. I just, I don't like that particular style of outfit because if you have to go to the bathroom. I know, you just have to completely get, down. you have to get naked. I, I just, I'm not a fan of that, like, oh, especially in a public bathroom. Oh, time to pee. Well, gotta take everything off. Yeah, now it's just like kind of drooped at the ground. Like it's mm-hmm. yep. not the most practical mm-hmm. yeah, outfit. Yeah, now your onesie is un- unsanitary. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that was a lot for an outfit. Uh, what did you think about uh, about Nate's section here? Um, I mean, kind of just reiterated what he said earlier. Like he's falling in love. She is his best friend. He did mention that thing about he has a more calm approach to things. Mm-hmm. Stasha, but I don't know if I really believed anything he said here, to be honest with you. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't nece- I don't necessarily have a, a concrete reason for why. I just uh, it's just a, this is I, the feeling I'm I getting. think that she is his best friend. I feel like it might be a little premature to say that, but I don't I just have very little trust here. I'm sorry. At least Asha says that she does have work to do on herself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they seem to be in a good place for now. Allegedly. Yeah, which is why I said yes for them <laughs> earlier. Yeah, again, I think that I think that uh, Stasha is making an effort, and so that that really is the reason that I'm more optimistic. Yeah. Um, yeah. We... I also, Lindy continues to freak me out. <laughs> yeah, she says. She's been able to get away with murder in previous relationships. Like, what? Why? Why would guys put up with whatever she's talking about? I I don't I don't know. It's just it's weird how she approaches life. It's yeah. like why why are you? I don't know. If if I was like that, I feel like I would want to take steps to not be like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe, she's, I think she's trying, I guess. Like, she knows she can't get away with that much with Miguel. I, I guess, uh, I guess I'm, I have the benefit of not being like that. And so it's probably easier to, to, to say if I was like that, I would try not to be like that. But it is, it's, it's, uh, kind of strange because it's, it's like she's saying, 
I I can't do this because Miguel will break up with me essentially. Yes. So I have to behave myself, <laughs> which is like why 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 are you even putting it in that terms? Just don't be a maniac. I know that shouldn't be. You should not want to be that, regardless. Right, because as we've discussed on this show before, there is a difference between like being emotional and and feeling and experiencing your emotions and then just like being unhinged i know i really now i'm curious like what she was doing in these previous relationships Uh, i i don't know and i'm not sure i want to know to be perfectly (laughs) frank (laughs) so then it was Kristen and mitch's turn and i loved how she was like yeah you mitch should talk first (laughs) i think that was smart on her part Mm-hmm. So Mitch says he has never lived with a girl, which judging by the state of his apartment, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, I, he did say that he what he was demanding and difficult, I believe is how yeah. he said it, which is true. Definitely, definitely the case. He so is he's demanding on a, and difficult. on a journey of self-discovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then Kristen just opens up all guns blazing. Though, as always, she starts with, you know, you're an incredible man. I know, gotta gotta get that in first. <laughs> and then, yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me what happens here. I really loved this rant she went on because it's about time. <laughs> Christy has been waiting for this moment for so long. I know she talks about. How it's a struggle when you say, not sure if I could be a husband. It's like, I came into this ready to be a wife. And you were like, eh, not sure if this is the role for me, essentially. (laughs) And she's also talking about how this relationship is being held up because I'm the one who's trying really hard and doing all the compromising. And eventually I'm going to snap if I'm not able to, like, be myself and again, I just note or interject here that as she's going on this rant, Alexis is like, ooh, it's better to lose Mitch than lose yourself. <laughs> which I can't really disagree with. Uh, which is funny because uh, Mitch actually was like, yeah, yeah. True. I know he actually had like a good response here. Right. Look, that's why that's why I said yes, because I think he he. That's what I'm saying. It's like he knows that he is a lot, a lot, <laughs> which uh, uh, he did on on the after party. And I don't know if I really believe this, but he did say that he was being more extra than usual. Wow. <laughs> Why, though? <laughs> Again, it's yeah, it just it doesn't make any sense. It's like the Lindy situation. It's like, why? Why would you be more crazy? Like, just be normal be yourself what's wrong with that he does say that um if she needs to snap she he wants her to he doesn't want her to have to tiptoe around her around him mm-hmm which is which is good i yeah. mean i guess we'll see we'll see uh if he holds up to what pra- he's saying you know, in practice if that if that works but yeah again like He's not he's not unaware of his flaws. Yeah, he's pretty self-aware. It's just tough, I'm sure, to after having had those flaws for so long and and also having to 
uh, not have made any change. Like it's difficult to yeah, to change. That's the thing. It's like he's self aware, but still does things like the shirt last week. <laughs> uh, that was that was a lot. <laughs> he just he just gets caught up in in his own little own little world and forgets about other people's feelings and and how they how they live their their lives and how they how they view the world i think um again not somebody like not a terrible person it's just like it would have helped a lot if he had someone in his life a decade ago is like this is unacceptable what are you I doing know. wash yeah. your fridge <laughs> Uh, I bet there was like a girlfriend at some point who was like thinking of moving in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know about that because he said he he said before that he hasn't really had any long term relationships. So because uh, he just keeps driving people away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you you've you've said this before, but just yeah, it it really would have been best for him to just marry some other poor environmentalist. <laughs> yeah like it's just it's i think it's tough when you have that mismatch of of uh ideology and and drive for life like Kristen's a pretty normal person it's like i you know i want to i want to work hard and i want to experience the benefits of that and you know i want to i want to do pretty well for myself and mitch is like no no, you gotta you gotta take care of the planet and not use any plastic and all of this stuff. And so it definitely would have been a lot easier if they had matched him with some other person who's like equally equally on fire. Yeah, that's why is. that's why they're a no for me. Unless he can tone that down, but. Yeah, I'm going to remain optimistic despite all evidence to the contrary. <laughs> well, Justin has seen a lot of growth in Mitch. Oh, man, that's that started that, a whole thing. I know. Alexis was not pleased to hear this. <laughs> so then, like, Justin asked her, like, what's wrong? And she's like, I don't want to talk. I want to listen instead. You'd think he'd have learned by now not to poke that bear no if she says that just be quiet keep eating your food and move on but no this is this is classic example of conversation you should have in the car on the way home i know we see an itm where alexis is like i didn't want to say that he's not making progress oh my goodness they're such a disaster i know and then justin's like well it bothers me that you aren't talking is something wrong and then it just was a whole argument at the table like alexis says he's pouting he doesn't self-regulate jekyll and hyde i guess Mm -hmm. there's stuff we haven't seen from justin where he's like just well going off the deep end i mean i and it's i actually i noted this down because this is not the first time that a Jekyll and Hyde comparison has been made on this show. Uh, was it Lindy? It was Lindy. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. It was Miguel uh, comparing Lindy to Jekyll and Hyde, uh, which I'm tempted to get into a whole 
literary analysis of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, but I won't. <laughs> uh, but essentially, ah, man, I, I, I do get her her point here. and Because we have seen this. Like, he, he has all this time where he's all sunshine and rainbows. Like, you know, they had the honeymoon, and he was like, I love you immediately. And all this stuff where it's like, oh, you're my babe. You're my babe. You're my babe. Oh, babe. Babe. Oh. And, and like, you have that. And then you also have this, like, constant spiral, on the other hand, where anything happens. And we have this here. And that's, I kind of get frustrated on Alexis's behalf a lot because, and he's, he said as much. He, he, like, gets so fixated in a specific, like, moment of time that he forgets that there's been all of this life and experience before that that informs that moment. And so she's there, like, talking about what's going on with her, and that's informed by everything that's happened between them, and it's a continuation of that. And he just sees, oh, but like I didn't do anything right now. Like, why are you so upset? Like, yeah. Like, what? What? Like, wh- how did I not keep my promises right now? <laughs> like, like that's not the point. It's the it's the point. The point is like all of this is bubbling to the surface now because you're continuing to prod her when she doesn't want to be prodded, and so she's gonna bring up the issues overall. It's not that you're sitting at this table breaking a promise actively, like. He just doesn't get that. Yeah, they were arguing about different things. Right. And so they stay on the on different pages because he doesn't have the ability apparently to to see things as a whole and and see things how she has perceived and experienced things, mm-hmm. you know, from her perspective. And so we end up in the place where we ended up where She's off crying in the bathroom with Stasha, and he's complaining to a producer. Yep. She says, I have to keep appeasing him, calm him like a baby, is what she said to the producer. (laughs) That is... No, it was Stasha. She was in the bathroom with Stasha. Oh, did Stasha get up too? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's... You know, whenever you get the footage of the person in the bathroom with the door closed right. and the mic's still on, yeah. you know it's trouble. Uh-huh. Yes, it is. Oh, man. I just... They had so much potential. I say this every week. Oh, they had so much potential. They had so much potential. They had so much potential. <sighs> and and here we are. Uh, that, is, that is tough. Uh, we've found out later on the after party that they all had to take the party bus back mm-hmm. and Justin sat sat in the passenger seat up front with the driver <laughs> while everybody else sat in the back together. Uh, that's so awkward. That is incredibly awkward. I mean, even just everyone else around the dinner table was just like... They're like, uh, do I have to be here? Uh. <laughs> Uh, well, is there anything else you want to mention from the after party? Um, apparently, Alexis and Justin are still celibate. They have tried, but not I had success. I don't know what that means. 
it's she also said didn't manifest itself so like is he just unable to like <laughs> i don't know if she was talking about like he's unable to manifest an erection or like i don't <laughs> that's what it seemed like they were alluding to but that wasn't entirely clear on that uh, i don't understand the phrase we have tried but no like that <laughs> yeah, we, yes tried doesn't with make no sense success. I I don't I don't understand. I feel like they ha- they ha- started with such a screwed up view towards sex in their relationship that that's kind of continued. I will say uh, probably the biggest the biggest issue I've had with Alexis this entire time is how she shouted across the room about his celibacy oh yeah <laughs> like that's, that was so strange that's something that morgan would have held a grudge about forever yeah you know that's that's just that's something that you should kind of like that's just keep that to yourself what are you i i that rubbed me the wrong way and that seemed to kind of get things off on the wrong foot in my opinion from yeah a, from a physical intimacy perspective the, the other thing from After Party is that I feel like Mitch comes off a lot better on After Party, especially since, from what we can tell, they film these, like, pretty recently. Like, after the season has started, as episodes are going. And so he's been able to watch himself on TV and see how he comes across uh-huh. and be like, yeah, I'm kind of a lot. Yeah, and look, if if anything, I feel like... I feel like if it accomplishes nothing else, I think this season has perhaps accomplished Mitch becoming a better person to a degree. Yeah, and I'm wondering if, I mean, I don't know if they're together or not, but like if they aren't, it seems just a lot like a lot of retrospective, like, oh, I see why we didn't work out. Right. Who We, we won't know for a while. Uh, yeah. We're only we're only ten episodes in, forty more to go. Uh, but yeah, I I think that someone like Mitch does really benefit from being under the microscope like that, and then seeing himself under the microscope yeah. because we've talked about it. like it's not like he has no self awareness. Like he knows, but it's hard to see the the actual impact of that. So. I yeah I I I feel reasonably confident saying that I that I think Mitch has become a better person through this process whether or not you know they are still together have ended up together um but I think it has been positive for him and maybe maybe work some positive change cuz yeah I mean, it would be it would be hard for me to behave like that and then see it played back yeah that would be a real wake-up call it's i mean i don't see how it couldn't be it's like wow well there are a lot of people like uh the uh i don't remember her name the the woman who i saw at the end of of last season was her name Lindsay, who had like the let the letter that she read to the oh, guy, yeah. basically saying, "You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I I made your life so better." Yes, that was Lindsay. 
Uh, so some people, not so much. But I think he does have the necessary puzzle pieces, perhaps, to to take that and actually learn from that. Uh, but we'll see. It'll be uh, it'll be very interesting to obviously to get to decision day, but even more interesting, in my opinion, to see the reunion. Mm, yes, which actually was i don't know when they filmed that or if they have or not but that'll be interesting oh yeah lots to look forward to lots to look forward to uh christy how can people get in contact with us you can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on twitter and instagram at groupdatespodcast and find us on youtube as well i feel like i didn't have you do that for our last bachelorette episode but maybe i'm just crazy there's been a lot going on for (laughs) group dates and hot takes let me tell you so much on the bachelorette side so much on the married at first sight side it is constant excitement and i'm so glad that we are here for this exciting history and able to bring it to you talk about it. <laughs>